When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning and happy Friday. Trent Copeland and Jaleesa Apps with you on Friday, the 12th of January. We're here for Brighton's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness? Contact Brighton's Lawyers. Good morning, everyone, across the SEN network. SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney, as we're in the chairs for Vossi and Brandy. And for the rest of the week, uh, we've got those of you listening on SENQ, 6.93am in Brizzy. Pick up the phone and tell us what you think about all the biggest storylines around the sporting world on the Suncorp open line, one three hundred. 011170, get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. That number again to call us, 1300 011170. If you can't listen to us live, of course, you can catch up on the podcast Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy on your fav- favorite podcast platform. Uh, and of course, you can find all the podcasts on the SEN app. Today's guests, Jaleesa, we've got footy, I'll call it fo- footy but then I should call it football, but my, my mind goes to calling it soccer. Anyway, maybe we can ask Andy yeah. what we should call it. Uh, I'll be offensive if I call it soccer, probably. Uh, Andy Harper is coming on the show uh, live on location. It's about 11 o'clock local time to talk the Asian Cup. We've got SEN tennis expert Brett Phillips on the show. Simon Orchard from Greyhound Racing New South Wales. Mitch Abaya from Sportsbet. Chris Nelson from Racing Queensland. And a very special Jaleesa segment today creative juices flowing yesterday no doubt yeah you come in hot with a segment of your own yeah good morning getting a bit of rugby league um back into the show what i because you know we've been talking a lot of cricket which is fair enough it's cricket season um but i thought we could maybe talk about and also you know the other thing people always say about people in media we're so negative do Mm. you hear that all the time uh, You're a positive little lamb. You're probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get told that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I so get... my, um, my segment is going to be what you've liked about rugby league preseason. So it can be uh signing that you like. It can be something that you saw your club do anything. You know, we had a few logo changes. You can like a new logo. <laughs> Not rarely does that happen, but uh, anything, anything. The Vegas so build up. Vegas build up, yeah. whatever you want. I'm going to. Reveal one every half an hour, starting at 6.30. Oh, love that. The drip feed. Because uh, I've got five. Um, yeah, so tune in. Suspense. I love that. Uh, in terms of what's making news around the globe, starting domestically in the Big Bash last night, the Adelaide Strikers beat the Hobart Hurricanes by eight wickets. They are starting to find their groove. Matt Short looks unbelievable. And they did it without Chris Lynn. The Strikers won the toss and bowled. 
with the Hurricanes posting 167 runs from their 20 overs and the Strikers chase it down pretty easily in the mm. context of this season. 25 balls remaining. Jake Weatherald, 80 not out from 32 balls. Let's take a listen on SEN Cricket last night at a few of the highlights. Oh, he explodes oh. Oh. into the crowd. Oh. Over mid-wicket, down the race. Oh, oh golly. Oh, my. Now, that might land oh, oh, nearly on the roof. <laughs> I reckon it was three feet from going on the roof. It's gone right to the top of the deck. Come on, Jake. Finish it with one. Oh. Off he goes again. Oh, that might be bigger, now, is it? Now, wait for it. Oh, it's... <laughs> Look, it's only gone 25 rows back. But I tell you what, Brett Jeeves... That is some sort of finale from Jake Weatherall, who finishes with an incredible 80 of 32 deliveries. What an innings. Now, the first thing that came to mind when listening to that was there were a lot of O's during that. Very, yeah. (laughs) It's excitable. It sounded like a good game. I mean, I was trying to sleep, so... Sounds like a good game. Yeah, it was a good game. Uh, the Adelaide Strikers flying at the right time of year. They jump into the top four. Uh, the Sydney Smash is tonight, and it's a sellout at the SCG. It's going to be an unbelievable so occasion. excited. Yeah, and it, we had a bit of rain around this morning here in Sydney, but it's clearing up, and it was beautiful by the time I arrived in studio here. And we're, we're hopeful that, A, the helicopter show can happen Mm. Uh, and then after that we can see some really good cricket but firstly there's some bad news on Sixers side of things with Tom Curran the international superstar ruled out for the remainder of the Big Bash after after sustaining a knee injury in the last match against the Stars Mm. the full extent of the injury isn't known but he's going back to the UK to undergo further testing and treatment, but didn't get their money out of him. No, with, for uh, many reasons. For the, with the suspension, if you cast your mind back to that, yeah. Where did you think of that at the time? Did you think four matches was? Heavy it was or? definitely on the harsh side in terms of the yeah, right. the penalty, but I, it was undoubtedly sending a message that any sort of umpire disrespect is not not on. Yep. Um. Yeah. I, knowing Tom, the person, it was you know potentially out of character and all of those sort of things. But you're absolutely right when you draft an, an overseas player of the calibre of Tom Curran, you're expecting to not only come out here, but also to win a lot of games for your team. Yeah. And he probably just hasn't had the chance to do that. But a uh, good signal of the depth of the side that it didn't really affect them. The two best teams over a long period of time in the Big Bash, the Sixers and the Scorchers, methodology is build around the best domestic talent mm. and the international players add the flavor, the star factor on top, but they're not essential to winning or losing. Well, you keep thinking with the Sixers, we sort of have that chat every year. Oh, they, they're getting on a bit. Mm. We've been saying that for about three years and the same people are still performing. Yeah, that's very true. So we've got more than 40,000 people expected tonight to watch St- Steve Smith and David Warner uh, in that blockbuster at the SCG. Full coverage on SEN tonight. You'll unfortunately have to put up with me calling that game. If you're willing to listen this morning and tonight, kudos to you. Uh, Brian Lara believes Steve Smith will be more vulnerable as an opener, which will embolden the West Indies bowlers. And I don't know if you caught much of the CA11 game yesterday. I... You'd have to be a real cricket nuffy to have done so. No, I was caught up with tennis yesterday. 
Fair enough. Uh, the West Indies bowlers actually showed up and, and impressed me. Oh, really? Yeah, a few a few un- of the unknowns. Or, I mean, Kemar Roach, Alzari yeah. Joseph, who are a feature of most West Indies bowling lineups in all formats at the moment. They were pretty good. Alzari Joseph can hit those sort of 150k an hour speeds. Yeah, right. But he's very young. And when he came out here last summer, was maybe a little exposed. But Shamar Joseph oh, popped up and... He's bowling fast. It may not be 150 k's an hour, but the talk was he and Alzari Joseph bowling yesterday together, that it was a bit more of the West Indies of old. It was batters jumping around everywhere, bowlers hitting guys. It, so I'm just hopeful that that's what they bring. The, mm. the You know, there's, we're talking nostalgia the other day. Mm. West Indies fast bowlers where every batting group around the the world we're like oh god we've got to play against the west indies mm. no thanks yeah anyway uh the nrl you mentioned it this morning jaleesa there's we're starting to get a lot more of this now that the preseason has started and unfortunately dragons fans it's not great news no ronald volkman's time at the dragons is over and it had not even started the medical he revealed um after he sorry he had a medical it revealed that he needed season ending shoulder surgery and that dragons hadn't registered his contract with the NRL yet. So there's a bit of a loophole that they won't have to then go on and register that. But a shame for Volkman and on the back of other news that Corey Allen tore his ACL at training on Wednesday. So just dire straits really at, at the start before we've even had games played. Yeah. I mean that generally they don't, you've got to get through your medical before they'll, they'll register that contract. But, uh, yeah, so disappointing for the dragons. And I've actually, I've been, Around the Dragons a little bit before Christmas. And I know Dragons fans are very pessimistic about their side at the moment, but I do feel like there's a lot better energy um, with Flano just sort of got the side kind of excited about this season. You've obviously got that Ben Hunt talk about, I mean, six months ago, if you'd said to me, Ben Hunt's going to start the year at the Dragons 2024, I would have said, there's no chance. He seems to be all in. Mm. There are still positives there, but that is just something they cannot control. Yeah. We've had a few texts coming in already on the Edgewater Homes text line, 0457 736 736. This one from the Port Macquarie Pearl. Morning team. I like to be positive, but as a Dragons fan, yesterday was not great, losing two for the season. The upside, mm, more room on the team bus uh, yeah. and and there's actually quite a bit of salary cap room as well. So uh, there's hope there. Yeah. There's yeah. hope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I well, mean, that's all we can say. The players on the market are starting to, um, you know, shrink a little bit in yeah. terms of who's available, but you've got the salary cap there. Yeah. Uh, in tennis, we've got, well, Alex Dimonor, let's start there. He's got a tricky draw. You were all over tennis yesterday. Tell us about it. Yeah. So he's got Milos Reinich, which is, who is the former world number uh, three. Um, he's had a really tough time with injury. He came back, he, just a few years of just various injuries. And then he came back um, solidly, probably, I think it was around Wimbledon and then played Wimbledon, only got through uh, round one there. Uh, they have played before, I think about five or six years ago at the Brisbane International, and it mm. was Demonor who beat him uh, then. But yeah, uh, like I mean, anyone is going. You got to. You're going to have to beat everyone. You have to beat. He's yeah. going to have to beat Novak Djokovic in the semis if that is the way. If both their tournaments go that way, so yeah. there are no easy games. So he has avoided any potential showdowns with the world's top four until at least the quarters. 
but he faces a tough path to get there. And as you say, Novak in the semis is going to loom large. Did you catch any of, oh, you mentioned you might've been asleep, but did you catch any of Novak in no. Rod Laver Arena last night? I didn't see any of it. What What was it like? It was just a good laugh. I, I mean, was I wasn't it? Okay. watching it intricately, but uh, I mean, he, he had Steve Smith on the court. He was he served to Steve Smith where he actually, you know, wasn't like the, <laughs> the finals on the line and he's trying to serve an ace down the middle. But Steve... You know, did his split step. He got his return <laughs> back and Novak like threw his racket up in the air. He's like, oh, a round of applause, you know, like yeah. uh, he can obviously play. And then there was a whole heap of other things. He did a race with Peter Bowl. Um, this sounds very entertaining. And they all had, you know, the Madonna mics on, yeah, um, right. Brittany mics. So it was good. You know, it was one of those things where you actually get to see a bit of the personality of these I love the Australian Open for that, um, that I've been to all the... Opens and I feel like the Australian Open is kind of the one that brings a bit of fun. Like yeah. you've got those exhibition matches, you've got char- generally a few charity matches that are all a bit of fun. Yeah. Um, that you probably don't get in the lead up with the others. So the, a question coming in on the text line. I don't know if you know this, Jaleesa, or not, but morning. Who pays for Volkman's surgery and rehab now? The Warriors released him, and given that the Dragons haven't signed him and not registered with the NRL. Yeah. I, my short answer is I don't know because I can't imagine it, either side is has to do that. Perhaps it comes under the, uh, and I'm just speaking from not knowledge of this situation, but just of what's been going on. The RLPA now have that new player fund, yeah. um, where if you look like you're going to, um, be able to play again, but your contract is impacted at the moment, you can apply for, um, like a, a hardship. Like a, yeah, exactly. Um, so the, the play injury, uh, fund. So perhaps he can maybe access something through the RLPA. Interesting. Well, hopefully for Volkman's sake that he gets the support that and, he needs. But... And that was one of the big sticking points in the, the CBA negotiations was that was almost the last thing to be finalized. Yeah. Another good one here. Morning guys, Jaleesa, I'll be honest, I haven't heard you on the TV or radio <laughs> before, but I've enjoyed your insight into everything this week. Hope you're back next week. That's well, nice. Thank you. You can uh, catch me on channel seven. <laughs> Just a shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> and you can also tra- catch Copes on Channel 7, though. Yeah. We haven't run into each other in the building, though. No. No, you're, you're a bit more out on the road, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, you're a bit... You're Talking a bit, rubbish about cricket. You're a big dog. No, that is... I'm, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm just sitting at level five, you know, <laughs> slaving away at my computer, reading the sport of the day, and you're out having a good time. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. I don't do any work. Um, John Millman's time on the tennis court is officially over after he was knocked out of the qualifiers yesterday. 34-year-old 4-6-3-6 loss to Alex Malkin signaled the end of his professional career. Here's John Millman himself speaking after the loss. Yeah, really special to do it on this court. I've had some really good memories on this court and um, in front of an incredible uh, support. The, you know, you guys come every year. It's been 16 years I've been coming to this tournament and I really just wanted one more go um, with mum, dad and Fee and everyone. I had a lot of people who didn't think I'd eventuate too much. Um, I stuck at it. The ones that did think I would are probably all over there and um, yeah, summarise my career. I wasn't good enough to, to win it easy. I always had to leave it out there and yeah, hopefully I... I represented that each time I came on the court. I think the Aussies got behind me because um, I was a bit of a battler. 
Oh, I love that, actually. Bit of a battler. John Millman, I love watching him play tennis, and it was really nice just to hear the authentic nature of what a career can mean to someone. Uh, I think we get a bit brutal with wins, losses. That's mm. who you are to us, but that's the human element as well. Should have been given a wild card. Yeah, we've had that discussion, haven't we, already yeah. on the women's side of the things. and. Yeah, tough for John Millman, but, uh, you know, even being knocked out in the qualifiers, the fact that he was on that court meant yeah. a lot to him. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Wonderful to hear. Congratulations, John Millman, on your career. Breakfast is powered by Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. We're here for Brighton's lawyers unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Brighton's lawyers. We've had plenty of text flowing in this morning. The Edgewater Homes text line 0457 736 736 is running hot. Let's start with this. Morning Immortals. That's like me calling Tom Curran a superstar. Uh, <laughs> we've been discussing that this morning. JA, surely the Raiders, this is in reference to your segment that you brought this morning. <laughs> Surely the Raiders haven't been in the to- in the news five times already in the preseason. You can't have Zach Hosking signing every half hour from the Iron Bronco. <laughs> that is in reference to the segment I made up this morning, <laughs> yeah. where we are we're going to be positive on a Friday and list the things that you've liked about rugby league preseason. The Raiders don't feature in the five that, wow. I've, that I've listed. So each okay. half an hour, I'm going to reveal one of mine from the five. So the first one. Jerome, and this can be anything. So whether it's a player signing, something you've liked about, anything you've liked about your club in the preseason or a player in the preseason. Jerome Luai's press conference, I quite liked because it gave me content on that day for (laughs) Channel 7. (laughs) Um, But also because it was a bit of a tricky one because – Obviously, the Tigers don't have access to him to the next year, so they can't do a big unveiling or a big signing. The Panthers aren't going to put him up and be like, you know, here we go. Um, look how good this is. Our player, our, one of our star players is leaving. So they're not going to do that. So he called his own press conference and got everything on the table. And his manager said a couple of times now, get all your questions out today because he is not talking about the Tigers for the rest of the year because he just wants to be focused on the Panthers. So I just thought it showed a huge commitment to this year of the Panthers and a awareness of maybe just not having distractions or you just get it all on the table, get on the front foot. Then we we'll, we will not annoy you. Jokes will be annoying you at some point, but he's <laughs> <Definitely>. tried. <laughs> <laughs> at least he tried. He's yeah. tried, yeah. Well, I, I mean, he's one of those guys that after the whole social media post after Origin, mm. quite probably you would know far better than me, but probably misunderstood on how he oh, yeah. is around his mates, uh, around his teammates, and how he is valued internally versus the public perception after those sort of moments. And the way he treats anyone um, around him, I, I don't agree with the, the social media post. I didn't like the social media post and there's a few other things, you know, that I haven't liked. I can only say, I can only take people on how I deal with them. And Jerome Luai is nothing but polite, generous with his time um, and very respectful. Every question you ask him, he's he's up for it. So... Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm a big fan of Jerome. I do think he, his public perception is very, very different to dealing with him in person. Yeah. And let's be honest, he's earned that contract on the back of some unbelievable performances in one of the most successful eras of rugby league for the Penrith Panthers. So yeah. good on him. Uh, we've had plenty of texts coming in. This one from Dragon Boy NZ. Hi guys, read Dragon's injuries. The big concern is the lack of halves depth. 
and no one on the market. Yeah. That's true. Oh yeah. If you're a half, like when, when halves come on the market, you can almost write your own checkbook if you're, if you're half decent, because that's a concern at the Raiders at the moment that I have is that we don't have that, you know, after the departure of Jack White and we don't really have that nice running ball half who's ball running half. We running ball, <laughs> ball running Harvey uh, next to Jamal Fogarty. So I feel you, uh, yes. Dragons fans. I'm in the same boat. Uh, this one, huge shout out to Steve O'Keefe in possibly his yes. last home match tonight. I feel like it's going to get totally lost with the Warner v. Smith show and all sorts of things going on. Uh, that's, yeah, I could not agree more. A, a fantastic career. Domestically, played for Australia, but what he has done for the Big Bash and the Sixers within that competition mm-hmm. There's not many players that have had more impact in results, in winning competitions, uh, and what he's done for the Sixers faithful. Yeah. He is the least athlete athlete that I have ever dealt with. He's just <laughs> such an audit, like, you know, he's just such a, isn't he though? He's just such a knocker about kind of bloke. Yeah. Um, and again, yeah, a great person to deal with and. Uh, openly spoke the other day in his press conference too about when he was cut from the New South Wales Blues in 2020, which came as a bit of a shock, how he was, in his words, bitter and twisted Mm. and uh, that the brutal nature of that really took a toll on him. Um, But that the Big Bash kind of reinvigorated his love for the game. And you can see when you're sitting in the crowd, he by far, even like, you know, obviously Steve Smith, David Warner, they they get everyone cheering for him, but there are always people cheering for Steve O'Keefe whenever the ball goes anywhere near him. It yeah. is, he's going to be really missed. I think he's the boy that cried wolf. I said to him the other day, <laughs> I actually wrote it in the package I did on him. I said, he's the boy that cried wolf because he keeps saying that he's too old to, yeah. to play. Come on, Sock, one more year. Yeah, John what's, Farnham, he keeps saying. Uh, what's oh, one more no, year? this is the last one. Yeah, oh, yeah, I can't yeah. do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, Steve O'Keefe, on a, an amazing career. There'll be some finals to come for the Sixers this year, mm. but SEN's own, he's done a lot of work here. He's been on telly recently yeah. as well. I'm sure there's a big future ahead for Stephen O'Keefe. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness? Contact Bryden's Lawyers. Thanks, Monique. We're here. It's it, Jaleesa, when I think to myself about this morning, uh, I was just reading about uh, Bill Belichick um, moving on from the New England Patriots and first ballot Hall of Famer, worked with Tom Brady for so long. Then we talk about in Australian sport, Steve O'Keefe retiring, and I find it very hard to comprehend <laughs> between the two, you know, the significance within Australian landscape, overseas landscape. We'll talk more about Bill Belichick, 24 years at the helm. Um, but coaching, sport in general, just the amount that it means to people. And Mm. that's why we get so many texts coming in. Mm. It's why there's so much passion when we're talking rugby league, Mm. miles out from a season. It's just so great. Uh, Welcome back to Summer Brekkie, powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. If you're only just waking up, here are the headlines that we've been discussing. Jake Weatherall last night. Smashed the Adelaide Strikers to a win over the Hobart Hurricanes. He was 80 not out off 32 balls. Some unbelievable striking. And great for the Strikers that he's back in form because the top three in the two shorts and Chris Lynn, if Jake Weatherall is going with those guys who are already in stellar form, they will be hard to beat at the business end of the BBL. The SCG is close to a sellout tonight, uh, if not a sellout already. The Sydney smash between the Sixers and the Thunder with David Warner, 
and Steve Smith on deck for that one. And of course, as we just mentioned, Stephen O'Keefe's last match at home for the Sixers faithful. Uh, the Dragons can't take a trick. They've lost two of their recruits in Ronald Volkman and Corey Allen through injury before they've even got underway with the season. Alex Diminor and that Australian Open draw that was released yesterday, he's got a tricky run ahead of him, Milos Raonic, in the first round, and will, as Jaleesa pointed out, match up against Novak Djokovic in the semifinals if he's able to make it that far. We'd love to hear from you on the Edgewater Homes text line 0457 736 736 or pick up the phone and talk to us on the Suncorp open line 1300 01 1170. How about we dive into a few texts, Jaleesa? Yeah, Mark says, have you heard uh, just on what we're saying about Alex Demonor, Alex's uh, potential opponents, geez, after all that positive talk about Demonor being in the top 10, that's a tough draw. Um, quite interestingly, we have like two uh, double header um, Australian matchup in the round one, two, and one is uh, Mark Polman's and Alexi Popperin. Okay. And whoever wins will likely go on to face Novak Djokovic if Novak Djokovic will probably win his round one game in round <laughs> two. So that's pretty tough for those Australians too. But I liked Alexi Popperin's response yesterday when he was asked about that. He said, well, he's got to get through his round one match. Yeah. So that's just the mentality they're going to have to take into the game. Oaks Flats Tiger says things I've liked, everything coming out of the West Tigers. That's not, that's positivity Love Friday. Love the positive, the positive Friday. Look the at what Tigers you're The feature in one of my. Wow. Yeah, one of my five. I love that. Yeah. Build suspense, drip, so, drip feed. Anything that you've liked about rugby league preseason, text us in. We're all about the positivity. Yeah, just wrapping up that story before the New England Patriots, they're moving on uh, amicably and mutually agreed. Bill Belichick, owner Robert Kraft, they did a press conference together. Belichick, 71 years old. 24 years at the helm. He's undoubtedly a first ballot Hall of Famer. The New England Patriots have agreed to part ways. So no longer will he be the coach, the head coach calling the shots as he did for so many years, winning a gazillion Super Bowls with Tom Brady. Uh, So massive news. As we've heard all week, Mike Vrabel of the Tennessee Titans, he was moved on. Arthur Smith from the Atlanta Falcons and Pete Carroll from the Seahawks. All moving on. It's going to be a changing landscape in the NFL. This sports update was all thanks to Height for Hire, safely taking you to new heights. Looking for height? Hire it right. Visit heightforhire.com.au. A few more texts coming in. Uh, Have you heard Alex Perennial? Does that say potential opponents? Geez, after all that positive talk, Diminor being in the top 10, that's a tough draw. Uh, I read that. Oh, did you? Yeah, thanks for listening to me, oh, Trent. I, was I just did a whole spiel after I read that text. I thought you were just talking about tennis. No, I read that text and then okay. I did a whole Welcome spiel. Welcome to Brecky Radio. <laughs> I'm still asleep, <laughs> you, clearly. Sorry. You've got, you, that is just, you've hurt my feelings. Wow. Okay. You, you're you not to... even listening to me. Anyway, Trent's going to sit there and ponder his life for a second. <laughs> uh, the Cronulla Rabbit. Um, I'm just going to read this one just to hurt Trent. Death to T20 cricket, please. <laughs> that is all. Uh, Cronulla Rabbit, I don't know. Are you talking about T20 as in the Big Bash? Because I feel like the Big Bash, we start every year maybe a little bit slow to you. Everyone realises it's on. But then it builds where you, I feel like at the end of the season, particularly last season and this season because it's a shorter season, you I'm already like, oh, man, the finals are almost on and now I'm going to miss it. Well, but and Cronulla f- Rabbit, it's not for you. That's fine. 
Yeah, and feel free to just cut me off, move on whenever you want to run the show today. You just do it because uh, that's not on for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've had time to reflect, looked in the mirror, not good enough. Um, and I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, look, the fans streaming through the gates is what tells me that it, it really does matter. And maybe the, the old formats and on the back of COVID and disrupted seasons, yeah, the crowd numbers weren't as good. The TV ratings were always good, but... I think this year, the amount of fans that are in the stadiums watching games of cricket this year for particularly the Scorchers up in Brisbane mm. and, and even, you know, any match wherever they are in the country, particularly in rural areas, you can't make this stuff up. You can't lie. The numbers through the gates are telling yeah. us that people love it. Yeah. And, and the numbers on like the ratings have, have been really good as well, probably because you're on the broadcast trend. No, that is Everyone's... not true. <laughs> well, the one thing I think the Big Bash really needs to look at desperately is where the WBBL sits at the moment. It yeah. doesn't work having it before school holidays. It okay. just doesn't. It doesn't work having any Big Bash before school holidays, whether it was men's or women's, the attendance numbers there are low because they're all the most, most, the biggest demographic that follows the women's Big Bash are kids. Because mm. kids don't, you know, they're, they're, they just follow stars and they love the WBBL yep. to have it on during the, uh, during school it's, and in the day where most kids can't attend it, it's just not working. And I know that, you know, we don't like double headers generally in, uh, women's and men's sport. I really think double headers, not because I think the women need to piggyback off the men at all. But just because it's, they're both be in school holidays then. Yeah. Do, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, look, I, I mean, the opening match of the tournament this year, I was thinking to myself, my kids are in bed at home before yeah. the first ball was bowled. Yeah. Let alone at the end of the match, you know. So those sort of things are, are, are an issue as well, no matter what time of the year it is. But um, look, the, the one thing I'll agree with you on is that it should be prioritized. It needs to be in the window that makes it the most successful. Now it's, it's at a point now where it's its own standalone entity and it needs to be prioritized. But I would think that it's being put in a certain window to take ownership of said window with not much else going on. Um, so that cricket has a strong presence in that market at yeah. that time of year, Yeah, all those sort of things come yeah. into it. And the, yeah, there's definitely an argument for that. I just think that the the biggest thing about WBBL, um, is usually attendance, uh, to get the, like to get kids game, they love it and all the players go around and it's really great when they can go, but you can't have a 10 o'clock game finishing and then kids have got school the next day, yeah. but your kids are in bed. Then kids that are going to school, which your, your kids are not school no. age, right? The kids that are going to school can't stay yeah. up. Yeah. Well, you and I can barely stay up to that time. Uh, anyway, there's a couple of good texts flying in here. Matt says, guys, with Belichick retiring, I'm concerned we might lose Gary from Newtown to Boston. Oh, we better not. Fair, fair call. Uh, Jaleesa, keep up the good work and give Copeland an uppercut every hour just to keep him alert. Good on you, Dennis. I agree with you. <laughs> I deserve it after that text. Uh, we're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness? Contact Bryden's Lawyers. For those of you north of the border, a reminder that Maccas are proud sponsors of Little Legends, supporting grassroots sport across Queensland. Just updating on the NBL, the Kings, the Sydney Kings, their form slide worsened last night with the last placed Adelaide 36ers defeating the defending champs 95-82, placing more pressure on the Kings coach Mahmoud Afdel Fatah. 
Afdel Fattah. You got any correction for me there? You're great with pronunciation. I just didn't come off the, yeah, didn't come out of the mouth right. Anyway, the, 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 the fact is... The Kings, their slide continues. Tell us if you're a Kings fan, 0457 736 736 or the Suncorp open line 1300 01 1170. Finding myself a few tongue twisters this morning on pronunciations. I'm not listening to you saying text. Or generally. (laughs) Or or generally, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, You've had a big week. You've come in in your Chicago. I'm not copying that. You're in your Chicago Bulls pyjamas. You're just... I'm tired all the time. I'm not copying that. No, you've worked hard this week. No, not copying it. Um... All right. Morning, TJ. The thing I like about league preseason is the weekly countdown as it helps build the eagerness for the upcoming season. Also purchasing the first lot of tickets. Already have tickets for the Panthers' first home game and Magic Round. Cheers, the big G. I love Magic Round. I always go there for work um, and it's just so fun because you run into all these rugby league fans that maybe you've talked to on Twitter or have called in a radio and you all, it's like a big school camp. Yeah. I feel like everyone's just in a good mood. And is anyone going to Vegas? Can anyone text in and tell me if you're going to Vegas? I'm a little bit concerned. I don't want to be negative, but I'm a bit concerned about if you're going to Vegas for your only Vegas experience. And this is like, you've always wanted to go to Vegas. It's not a great time of year. Okay. Like you've been to Vegas. Yes. So when did you go? It was in July. Yeah. And there was a lot going on just in sport in general. That's Vegas. Yeah. No, not, not location. I just mean in America. Okay. Sport. Oh, so you were going there for sport? Yeah. Yeah, Not for my own sport to go and watch. Oh yeah. No, I didn't think the. Yeah. So it was just one of those things where the, the trip wasn't about Vegas. It was just in passing. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, well it was just a stop on a trip that I did in America, but to me, Vegas is like the pool parties and you know, like the being the, on the rooftops at all hours of the, you know, at the pools and whatever. Yeah. It's because it's winter over there when the NRL's on. I just feel like maybe people aren't going to get the full Vegas experience, but maybe that's not what Vegas is about for everyone else. Maybe it is the gambling and they, they're happy just to see the spectacle that is NRL. But mm. anyway, text in if you are going to Vegas. I'd like to hear your thoughts. Um, I would like to know, would you like, you've built the suspense all morning. I, I keen to drop another one of your, I mean, I feel like you're running through these quickly, but okay, I can, I can do well, another we're in the one. second half hour of the show. Didn't you say one every half hour? Oh God. It's Um, you know what? I'm having so much fun with you, Trent. Oh, don't lie just, to my face. It is flying <laughs> by. Um, yeah, I'll do another one. First of all, I just want to read this text. If I'm going to Vegas, I'm not going to watch NRL. I can do that over here. That was kind of my point, but, uh, yeah, anyway, I like, I agree with you. So thank you for texting it. Um, okay. My next one, I'm doing my own drum drum roll. roll. Do you have a drum roll? That's what I'm here for. The things I've liked about the rugby league preseason, the Newcastle Knights, Returning to training, all smashing their PBs in the first day back. That gives me much excitement for the Newcastle Knights. I think it's going to be a good season for them. And the thing, talking to them on that day, the thing is they were all going in all off season, going in together and training. Why? I don't know. Maybe, (laughs) Maybe sports people are built different to me. Yeah. Couldn't think of anything worse, 
But they were all getting together and one guy would ring and be like, oh, do you want to go in to the club today for a run? And they he'd ring another guy. And, and they, they were training all off-season without any specific direction from Addo O'Brien or anyone at the club. All smashed their PBs. So exciting for nights. Not for me, round one, they face the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> Not so exciting for you. Well, good on you for being able to distance your Raiders love. I, I, that's an interesting one on athletes turning up and doing best ever stuff for day one of preseason. Great sign on your mental application, your mm. commitment to the cause. My concern obviously is built on business end of the season. Are you still going to be able to be at your best or are you going yeah. to be hanging on? Because you haven't had the sufficient rest that's needed. But they but, weren't doing it because they were told to. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. The, the actual attitude towards the yeah. cause, that's yeah, you so can't that, fault that. Does that kind of prevent your mental burnout then? Because you, cause you're doing it because you're hungry and you're like, oh, man, we got so close. And Because yeah. I, I hear you. I thought the same thing. But then I thought, if you're doing it on your own accord and that's literally what you wanted to do with your off-season, um, mm. good good for them. Yeah, good for them. Knights fans, you'd have to be stoked with that. At Greenkeeping Roosters in this morning. Morning, Trent and Jaleesa. Trent, you sound rattled after repeating Jaleesa's text. Just own the moment, relax and move on. Back yourself. We've all felt that we've had to impress Jaleesa. Uh, he actually apologized during the break to me and I just wasn't having it. It's just... just not how I like to do things. Anyway, let's take a break. Summer breakfast here on SEN a little before 7am in Sydney, 6am in Queensland. It's the 12th of January, Friday, the 12th of January. On this day, Jaleesa, as you do every day, you've on the research, you've got some amazing facts. What are they? Batman. 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 <laughs> it's Batman. It's not Batman. There is not multiple. It is Just excuse Sorry, us for not, a moment in here. It's not. Sorry, I can't get myself together. There's not multiple Batman. It's just Batman. He debuted on television in 1966. Can't say I've seen any Batman or Batman movies or anything like that. Not really my vibe. Amazon found it. Um, Jeffrey, is it Bezos? I think it's Bezos. Is 60 years old today, born in 1964. Hasn't he lived a good 60 years? He's he's done well. He's doing okay. He's doing all right. Golfer Craig Parry is 58 today, born on this day in 1966. And Motown was founded in Detroit, Michigan. That's cool. Motown's very cool. Yeah. Have I missed any? No. Oh, in 1995, the murder trial began against OJ Simpson. I never get sick of watching documentaries on that. You are a good documentary watcher. I love a doco. Also got a great spider story coming <laughs> out of the break. There was plenty happening in the studio this morning. Thanks for joining us here on Summer Brecky on SEN. Plenty more to come.